Welcome to Sip, Sip, Hooray. I'm Mary Babbitt. And I'm Mary Orlin. And this is a podcast where wine is always fun, but today it's going to be some other beverages that are super fun. We're going to tap into a trend that's not exactly wine-based. I mean, sure, there's wine involved in some cases, but we are talking about cases and cases of cans. Canned canned cocktails, canned seltzers. You've probably seen them at the grocery store or your favorite beverage store. Yeah, it is. A, there's a major trend of adult bevies being put into cans and retailers are noticing they're giving more shelf space to it. And they are noticing in some cases, like things fly out the door. And we're talking about White Claw. They remember the White Claw crunch where everybody was just desperate to get it and they couldn't keep up with the demand. Mm-hmm. Oh, I've been there. You know, I've been in one of those big mega beverage stores and there's just nothing on the White Claw shelves. They're totally empty. And other people are coming up and looking totally despondent. (gasps) No White Claw. When are you going to get it? (laughs) Like they're crack. Right. So being the consummate researchers that we are, Mary and I decided that we needed to um, take a look at what was going on. So we got, um, we did our, we got some cans and we're going to do a little tasting. We got a little bucket of cans. We talked to a bunch of friends. We met a bunch of people and asked them, what are they drinking and what do they like? And and uh, today we're going to explore the case for kids. White Claw or Truly? Definitely White Claw. There's no laws when you're drinking claws. You give me a berry claw and I'm very happy. Well, I'm from Austin, Texas, and it is White Claw all the way. Hook them, y'all. I prefer a glass of wine, but all my friends are drinking White Claw. I am a Truly girl all the way. Black cherry, the best flavor ever. I will never stray from my Truly. I've had White Claws before, and they're pretty good but dangerous because they don't taste like alcohol at all. So you end up drinking a lot without even realizing. So you gotta be careful. <laughs> I'm personally more in on Truly just because I think the fruit flavor is a little better. You know, they've got like a passion fruit and stuff that's pretty nice. And, you know, it's less in your face with the sweetness, I think, which makes it, you know, just a more, if I'm sitting down and having one, I think Truly's the pick. I need Truly because it's only one carb and I'm 52 and I need a little bit less carbs in my life. You're drinking a White Claw. Mm-hmm. What kind is it? Mango. And what do you think? Um, I like it. Tastes like mangoes. Tastes good. Refreshing. Given a choice, beer, wine, hard seltzer. I'm going to have to go beer. <laughs> I'm a beer girl, but I do like this. Coming from a beer girl, they're good. I've had White Claw. I've had Truly. I don't really like them. Why? Tastes like hairspray. <laughs> so the seltzer trend is so big, there's even songs about White Claw and Truly. And people do seem to be taking sides one way or the other, Team White Claw or Team Truly. Any way you slice it, it's all making me kind of thirsty. Should we open up one? Yeah, let's do it. All right. I've got a White Claw in my hand. I'm going to start with a Truly. I got a Truly grapefruit. I got a White Claw luxury. All right. Let's pour a little bit of this in. Nice and fizzy. So honestly, I think the fizz is behind what's so popular about this stuff. So um, looking into here, let's have a sip first. Okay. Cheers, Mary. Cheers. Sip, sip, hooray. Sip, sip, hooray. Okay, I'm going to try a little grapefruit. My deal with these, all of them, 
I like the first taste. Mm-hmm. I don't like the aftertaste. Yeah. Yeah. It's refreshing and bubbly. And I think, again, that makes it more fun mm-hmm. than just a glass of wine. Mm-hmm. Um, unless you're drinking champagne, of course. Right. Right. <laughs> or Prosecco. We love Prosecco. But yeah, I'd take champagne over this any day. However, if you're at a party, mm-hmm. this isn't bad. It's, not it's bad. just not awesome. It's just, you know, it's basically, you know, it's flavored seltzer water mm-hmm. with a little bit of an alcohol kit, but not too much. And I think that's something else that's really driving the trend is that these are low in alcohol. I mean, White Claw is, what, 5% alcohol. And they're also low in carbs mm-hmm. and calories. And I think that that's another big part of the trend. Mm-hmm. So I looked into what's behind all of this. And in, in, uh, it's really being driven by millennials. The millennial drinkers are kind of tired of the same old, same old. And they were looking for something different. They want something that they consider craft or, you know, kind of a, a nice, um, a better tasting beverage that maybe isn't so sugary. Mm-hmm. So these are not sweet. No. They kind of have a sweet-ish flavor. Sure. But it's not like the old, um, I don't know. Do you remember Bartles and James? Heck yeah, I do. <laughs> Those were super sweet. They were sweet. And if um, y'all don't know Bartles and James, it was a brand that came out in the mid 80s. Mm-hmm. We're dating ourselves. But um, I remember drinking them at the beach and they were, wine, they were wine coolers, but basically there was no wine in them. <laughs> <laughs> they were, you know, grain, alcohol based malt beverages, just like these seltzers are today, but they don't have that high sugar content that Bartles yeah. and James had. They were just loaded oh. with sugar, so they were so easy to drink Super and drink easy and, and drink. dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> so true. Yeah. And these are easy to drink too, but they're just... You're not going to get that sugar rush. Mm-hmm. You're not going to get that carb explosion. Right, right. So the deal with these is, yeah, they're fun and easy to drink. It's easy to take to a party. Um, they are another option for people who are kind of not looking for beer and aren't going to bring the whole, the mixins for mixed cocktails, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, and maybe it's a different consumer that might not want a bottle of wine. Exactly. This is, these are very party friendly. This is cooler friendly beverages and there's and they're super portable i mean you don't have to worry about having a corkscrew mm-hmm. you don't have to worry about glass breaking mm-hmm. you can take it to the beach to the pool to anywhere basically and um you know it's they're ready to drink cocktails complete you don't have to add anything right it's kind of like ready to wear dresses you've heard of that ready to wear Apparel. Well, this is ready to drink. RTD. RTD. This is my thing. Mm-hmm. So Let's um, try yeah. something else. They're fun here. Well, let me try yours. Okay, the black yours cherry, too. and you try my um, grapefruit. These are the two big competitors. Yeah. So Wait White up. Claw and Truly are um, truly going at it for market share. <laughs> and here's what the guys at Total Wine More are saying about it. We sell abundance of hard seltzers but the biggest um one that the most we sell here is white claw all varieties six packs of each flavor fly out the door since it's a little past summer we've slowed down a little bit but we still have cases that fly out at the door and is there a typical customer for it you would think that'd be a younger crowd but everybody's kind of grown on this trend I just think it's when it's because we're in California that it's always hot and easy drinking weather that these things go down easy and everybody wanted to try it because they saw the trend going. So everybody jumped on it. And I'm sure some people's like, I don't see a big deal about it, but most of the people come back and buy 
four to six cases and just so they're shocked up for it because they won't go bad. They're just a hard seltzer and people love it. And so when we had a shortage of it, when they couldn't supply it, they w- we had a lot of angry customers that we couldn't keep in stock on the shelves. Oh, I like the black cherry better. Yeah, that black cherry's got a better flavor. It it does. Um, grapefruit's super bitter, in my opinion. Yeah. But, you know, the bitterness factor, I think, most of these, like the black cherry, it's pretty smooth, no bitterness on the finish. Mm. And um, because we're finding that these seltzers are kind of eating into the market share for craft beer. Yeah, yeah. And, um, you know, some of um, the folks who are new drinkers and younger, they're, you know, beer has that bitter aftertaste that I think you have to kind of develop a taste for. Well, and it really fills you up. It does. It's a big, heavy bevy. Mm -hmm. And so you can only have so much beer, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And I think these just go down easier. And they're, um, as you said, lower by volume. Mm -hmm. The ABV on these is lower. Mm -hmm. So 5% in a can. So you can have, over the course of a party, a couple of cans and Mm -hmm. not be either completely loaded or completely bloated. Right. right. <laughs> loaded, or bloated. loaded or bloated. We don't want to be either. <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> all right. Well, um, but, um, you know, I think um, it's, they're fun options. They're, they're convenient options. Yeah. It's, and again, um, millennials especially are looking for something their parents weren't drinking. Mm-hmm. And this is new, the kind of the new shiny thing in the beverage world. Yes. But we're also finding um, more cocktails in can. Yeah. Ready made. Well, wait, before we get to that, I want to try, I want us to try another one. I've okay. Smirnoff. Smirnoff, yes. Smirnoff. So you think one. Smirnoff and vodka. Right. But they saw what's happening with, um, you know, with Truly and White Claw and wanted to get in on the game. So now they have a spiked sparkling seltzer and mine is cranberry lime. Mine's pina colada. Do you like pina colada? All right. Let's see. It's one of my favorites. 90 calories, one gram. So, okay, the deal is Mm -hmm. White Claw has two grams of carbohydrate. Truly has one. Mm -hmm. And Smirnoff has one. Nose sugar, 4.5% alcohol. It smells like coconut. I don't know what mine smells like, but actually it's not bad. I would drink this at a party. It's missing that creaminess from a real pina oh, right, colada, right. you know? But it's got the flavor. Here, let me try yours. A little bit artificial. Yeah, that's the thing. I feel like there's mm-hmm. an artificial flavor that you got to get past. But, you know, millennials, you know, it's like, I don't know, my 21-year-old son, you know, he also likes to taste his Skittles. So he's not okay. going <laughs> He's not going to care whether this tastes a little bit, you know, well, I artificial. Call, I always call it a Coca-Cola palette. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, everybody has grown up on sweet, sugary sodas yeah. or Capri Sun or yeah. something like that. And so these are a lot less sweet, at least perceivably sweet. But you get the, mm-hmm. it's kind of a trickery. It gives you the, oh, this is a sweet bevy. And then it doesn't hang on, it doesn't, you know, it doesn't, the sweet mm. part of it doesn't last. I yeah. think the, um, the pina colada is, if you like coconut, it's a heavy, it's a coconut forward beverage. Yes. <laughs> light on the pineapple. I could use a little more pineapple, I, I think. I agree. Yeah. But, um, um, and is, this, the cranberry lime is more like you would think a cocktail would taste. Yeah. Yeah. It still but they're has all, that 
And so what is in these, Mary? It is not vodka. It's not vodka. It's not wine. It's what they call a malt beverage, which means it's alcohol made from grain, from grain that's been malted. Um, Beer fans, you know malts well. That's um, the basis for most beers. It's malted barley, and which which means that the barley has... um, started to sprout and um, that by the grain starting to sprout creates sugars and it's those sugars that are turned into alcohol when you add yeast. Okay. And why do they leave a little bit of an aftertaste? Why am I getting like a well, a I, different kind of flavor than you would get from even a vodka or know, a harder alcohol? I'm, I'm just going to take an educated guess, but I think Go it's... Go for it. I think it's... A, Have another sip and take a guess. <laughs> It's, I think it's the, the natural flavors that are on the label, which they don't mm. disclose. And, you know, those natural flavors are probably, whether they're natural or synthetically derived, they're, it's an additive. Right. So that's where I think it's coming from. Okay. That's interesting. So it's not the grain alcohol, it's the flavor. Yeah, it, and it could be the grain alcohol, too, or a mix of them. Yeah. It's, it's hard to say because they don't give us a lot of information. Okay. But, but it looks like the key to a successful can mm-hmm. is keeping calories mm-hmm. about at the 100, 100, 100 calories. Or less. Or less. Um, you're going to want... Uh, two or fewer carbs. So mm-hmm. again, White Claw, which is really has has cornered the market. They are really winning the mm-hmm. game. They have two grams of carbs and they have two grams of sugar. Right. And let's see, the Smirnoff, is that what this one is? Yes. Smirnoff has one gram carb and uh, 90 calories mm-hmm. and truly is also one gram carb. Mm-hmm. So, you, you know, you save yeah. a little bit with the truly mm-hmm. so, but, and, the, and the Smirnoff. But really, if you're down to counting it as single carb, mm-hmm. you're not enjoying your life. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. I know. I know. I mean, you know, we all have to drink responsibly and yeah. watch our carbs. But, you know, live it up. Have one or two carbs. <laughs> right, right. Um I think the key also is to serving these ice cold. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's a good point. I, yeah. I just can't imagine them at room temperature. Right. So you've got to keep them in the, the cooler. You've got to keep them in, you know, maybe even in the freezer for a little bit before you serve it. Right. Absolutely. So, okay. So seltzers, we will continue to see more coming on the mm-hmm. market because mm-hmm. Major um, beverage companies are not going to watch White Claw take all this money from consumers. So mm-hmm. you will continue to see more, and hopefully they'll get better and better. Right. At Total Wine & More, they can already see it coming. There's, I've seen companies who I never thought would come out with a hard seltzer. And like Natural Light, who's primarily a beer producer now has their own hard seltzer for loco supposedly is coming out with their own hard seltzer too probably by next summer and this one's supposed to be like i can't fathom i think the white claw was five or six percent i think um for loco is coming around like 12 percent alcohol so they're they're coming for this new trend and they're hoping to take it even more by storm wow that is a party in a can That's not the only thing happening Mm -hmm. in the canned beverage world. Mm -hmm. We are seeing wine-based 
canned cocktails, and we are also seeing a lot of um, kind of mixed cocktails in the right. can. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about that a bit. Yeah. So you know whether it's um, a pre-mixed. Moscow Mule or, or Cosmo, or Cosmo. Yeah. it's all available at a, um, with a pull top. Yeah. And um, they're meant to be portable, on the go, RTD, ready to drink. Mm-hmm. And then over the last 12 months, sales of canned cocktails have gone up 40% in a 12-month period. Uh, boozy, the Boozy Seltzer sales, they tripled, but... Um, the uh, the canned cocktail thing is really on the rise, and again, it's it's people wanting something a little bit maybe more sophisticated, so they want um, a greyhound, but they want it ready to drink. They don't want to schlep the mixins, and they want to have it convenient for a cookout or something like that. Exactly, exactly. So, um, one brand you see a lot is, and they kind of spawn the whole seltzer thing is Mike's Hard Lemonade. Mm-hmm. Right. Which also kind of led to the ciders and mm-hmm. all of that, mm-hmm. right? Right. And ciders are very popular too. And I'm starting to see more and more of them for sale on the shelves and also on tap at your local bar and restaurants. And I love a good cider. I love it. I love dry ciders. Yeah. I don't like it too sweet. I don't either. But, you know, you can find plenty of dry ciders now in the refrigerated section of your grocery store. Mm-hmm. They're really, really good. And the um, nice thing about ciders is they are lower in alcohol, usually. Um, but there's some carbs and sugar because, again, it's a fermented fermented from fruit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I like them. But, um, you know, and so, but I think um, the whole ready-to-drink, pre-mixed is just a growing trend that, I don't think has an end in sight at this point. Well, and I, I'm guessing that wineries have got to be worried about oh, this sure. because, mm-hmm. you know, these are their potential drinkers who mm-hmm. are just popping up, a can, open a can. Mm-hmm. You can get um, a 12 pack for, you know, $10 or $14 of Truly or White Claw or Smirnoff or whatever. They are cheap. And, uh, you know, that's yeah. not the, you, you and, can serve a lot of people. And sure, you can get a pretty good bottle of wine for $10 or so. But once you open it, that's it. Um, and you're not going to want to save it for very long, you know, a day or two at the most. Right. Um, and also, I think, you know, risk-wise, if you buy a six-pack or 12-pack of these seltzers, you try one, you don't like it. Well, you might like the other flavor if you get a variety pack. Right, right. Um, if you open a bottle of wine and you don't like it, and you've spent 10 or $15. Right. You will begrudgingly drink it, and we know it. <laughs> but you might not like it as That's much. Right. Well, after the first glass, you'll like it better. Mm-hmm. But you will probably not buy it again, mm-hmm. and you'll be mad you spent the money on it as you get drunk on it. And one other thing that... You all have probably seen, especially since the, um, at the time of our taping, this the holiday season is upon us. So um, we all love our carugs and um, 
the Nespresso machines, mm-hmm. um, you know, instant coffee, coffee in a pod. Now there's cocktails in a pod. Yeah, <laughs> so crazy. Cocktail, the, the cocktail carrying. I love it. Yeah. But I think it's so weird. I mean, I don't know that I, it's, it's a bizarre thing to have, I guess. But it's like having, um, you know, what are those those cocktail um, carts? Yeah. Where you, oh, yeah, or to the bar, you know, the setup yeah. bar. Go help yourself. So instead, <laughs> you go over to the carrying machine. Yeah, well, what do I want? Hmm, what am I feeling? A Moscow mule? Yeah, or I could have a margarita or a daiquiri. <laughs> and you can have a daiquiri. I can have a Manhattan. I got to try one of these. I'm I dying know, to know if they're any good. Yeah, we d- I, just, I just saw the commercial on TV and um, looked on the website. And so these pods ha- are pre-mixed. Uh-huh. And there's the alcohol is already in there. And there's um, natural flavorings mm-hmm. for whatever, um, I guess, for cosmopolitan it's got the cranberry and lime flavors mm-hmm. but then um the machine um has a water reservoir and it mixes the water the chilled water with the um cocktail mix and so here's the thing i would want it fizzy mm-hmm. a lot of them mm-hmm. and i would want it cold yeah and and that's uh, according to the website, this machine's supposed to do that. Oh, okay. But um, I was looking for a step-by-step instruction video. Haven't found it yet. It's probably on YouTube. But um, if our listeners, if you guys have had experience with this, let us know. Yeah, I bet that's going to be a fun holiday gift, right? Your mm-hmm. cocktail kit. What do they call it? Um, they call it the Drinkworks. Drinkworks. And there's some other competitors too, but that was the one I saw on TV. Huh. And um, with Carrick behind it, it's probably going to become, you know, better known. Yeah. Well, maybe it's, you know, if you're living close quarters and stuff, you don't have a lot of, um, I don't know, uh, square footage in, in an apartment well, or something. Like it makes point. more sense than mm-hmm. having a, a cocktail cart. Yeah. Well, or I a, have a cocktail a cart and I love it. You do. Yeah. <laughs> but I have room for it. Yeah, absolutely. And it goes with your house. Well, that's true. You know, totally. um, You know, living in the mid-century modern Mecca of Palm Springs, you have to have a uh, bar cart. You just have to. And I hope you have some like fuzzy slippers to walk up, you know, the slide of those mules that you walk up to your cocktail (laughs) cart with. I don't have those yet. I'll have to go look for those. (laughs) Some kind of turquoise wrap or something. Yeah. (laughs) But yeah, so, you know, but I think... um, so much of this speaks to this trend overall of lower alcohol beverages, mm-hmm. whether it's wine or beer or spirits um, or these spiked seltzers. People are looking for a lower alcohol uh, um, alternative. Absolutely. Yeah. I read that people are either they want to either have a, um, a premium cocktail, but just one or something lower alcohol, and then you can maybe have more than one. Mm-hmm. But the days of the big fat, you know, high alcohol, maybe even wines too, but the high mm-hmm. alcohol beers are suffering because they got really heavy. Some of those IPAs got way up oh, there. Oh, absolutely. Over 10% alcohol. Which is crazy, right? Right, it's right. Like fortified at that mm-hmm. point. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the big alcohol wines too. Mm-hmm. This is, I, I move towards a healthier drinker. I think. Right. I think the pendulum is swinging. It went, you know, to one extreme in the 90s mm-hmm. for sure, especially with the big Cabernets and yeah. Zinfandels. It's been coming back more towards a more balanced approach. And now it seems to be going a little bit more towards um, less is more. Which I think is probably a good thing for all of our health, mm-hmm. right? Right, right. Let's open one of those cans. Okay. Um, there's Speaking of cocktail in a can, my mm-hmm. favorite is something called High Noon. Oh, yeah. 
and it is a it's like a greyhound. And I think it's really good. It probably has more sugar, which is probably why there I like it. It's made with real juice, it says on the label. Yeah, so it is. Okay, but and it has 2.9 grams of sugar. There's this... Um, oh, and then a, we've got a rosé, I think. That's like yes. a rosé It's a beer brewed with viscous and wine grapes from Firestone Walker in Paso Robles. Well, we have to try it. Oh, okay, yeah. so we're going to open up High Noon Sun Sips. So okay. they make a... a about three different flavors. The one I picked up was vodka and soda, and I was pleasantly surprised. So, try it along with you. So it's got vodka and real juice, and um, we see how many calories and whatnot it has. You give that a sip and tell me what you okay. think, Mayor. It has uh, four point eight grams of carbohydrates, so a little bit more. It has no protein. Surprise. <laughs> I don't think any calories. of these have protein. Know, isn't that a weird thing they would include? Protein. My, zero. My trainer would not be happy with me. <laughs> I just think of all the things they could have included on the side. They put carbohydrates, protein, and fat. So there's 100 calories. Um, and then I'm trying to get the alcohol content on this. A lot of times it's in very small fine print. Okay. Did you like it? What did you think? It's interesting. Um, it definitely has more flavor. And it just it's sweeter. It's sweeter. It. It just doesn't have that, you know how um, a cocktail really fills your mouth? Yeah. Has a rounder, richer mouthfeel. This yeah. is... Right. It's like a cheaper mouthfeel. <laughs> Which is why I instantly responded to it. <laughs> but no, I think I would take this over... Uh, claw. I like this better, but again, it's because it has more calories, mm-hmm. and I know I'm responding. I mean, not more calories. It has more sugar. I'm responding to the sugar. Yeah. Well, they say no high fructose corn syrup, and that's a good thing. Gluten free because there's no. I don't see the ABV. Do you? I do. It's some four point five percent. So low. So it's low alcohol. I mean, it's you know equivalent to White Claw and mm-hmm. the Smirnoff. Um, and they say it's made with real grapefruit juice. Mm-hmm. So when I had this the other night, I um, diluted it with some LaCroix grapefruit, and I thought it was delightful. That's a great idea. Yeah, just because yeah. it kind of breaks sort mm-hmm, of mm-hmm. chemically taste. Sure, sure. And that's the thing. I think um, through everything I've tasted, most of these beverages to me have kind of a chemical aftertaste. That's it, yeah. And that's, you know... Well, would I get used to that if I keep drinking it? Maybe. Yes, you will. <laughs> I will. Will you learn to love it? Yes, yes. you will. <laughs> okay, let's try the rosé. Yes. Try. This is Firestone Walker, and this one is it's called Rosalie Beer Rosé. Mm. Beer brewed with hibiscus sure. and wine grapes. And that was a really big trend about two summers ago, was having all these beers that were brewed with wine. Yeah. And wine grapes and like Chardonnay or Riesling or Zinfandel or Grenache. It didn't really seem to take the country by storm. Though. No. Um, I think it's a seasonal thing. Oh, yeah. This is so pretty to look it at. It is. A, it's a deep rosé, kind of orangey rosé. Oh, pretty, yeah. pretty color. Very pretty. All right, cheers. And it's fizzy. It smells like wine. And it tastes like a beer mixed with, with rosé. <laughs> like, it's if someone fruity. spilled beer in your rosé, this is what it tastes like, <laughs> or vice versa. It's okay. If you like beer, 
If you're a beer drinker who is like trying to make a move towards wine, Mm -hmm. try this. I think it's it's a mind bender because you expect it to taste like wine. And it tastes like it's got that, you know, that beer Beer first. Yeah. Yeah. Instead of fruit forward, Mm -hmm. it's beer forward. Yeah, but I mean, if you're a beer person, you love the flavor of a, a lager. Mm-hmm. It's a lager rosé mix. This is not for somebody who likes those double and triple IPAs. True. There's no bitterness here. Yeah, yeah. There's no hops. Mm-mm. But not bad. No. Let's see. What are the... Actually, third sip, it's starting to really grow on me. Mm-hmm. Let's see. It's 100 calories also, I think. It's 5% alcohol. Okay. What else did it say? Did I not see that? I thought it was 100 calories. Maybe I'm making that up. Maybe that's wishful drinking. (laughs) (laughs) Doesn't say. Okay, if it doesn't say, then they're not. There's no calories. (laughs) Drink up. I think no carbs, no calories. No, I we don't know. We if have they to, don't have to put it, it on there loud and proud, that means it's like probably like a laundry. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It must be on the carton, yeah, because they've got to publish it somewhere. Yeah, and I don't have the carton here, sorry. Yeah, yeah. so drink well, with no guilt, Rosalie. It's a fun. It is, it is so fun. pretty to look at, and I feel like this has a summer vibe to it. Totally, yeah, totally. This would be great at a backyard cookout or yeah. on the beach or. You know, at a picnic. Yeah. Like if someone had... casual. If someone offered me a straight Mm -hmm. lager or this, I would take this. I might take this. Because I could see... And it's light. It feels light. It does feel really light. (laughs) All right. Let's try another one. All right. What else have we got? Oh, we've got these... um, Okay, our next one is the Shell House. Mm-hmm. It is pomegranate spike seltzer water. Okay, so this is another. So, like I said, there's going to be a whole bunch of different brands popping up trying mm-hmm. to claim some of that market share. Here's one of them, the Shell House. And I don't know who these people are, but they're not a big name like Smirnoff. Mm-hmm. It's um, 120 calories, so oh, oh, mm-hmm. 20 calories more. Oh, Oh, five grams of carbohydrates. Oh. In any other situation, if you told me it only had five grams of carbohydrates, I'd be like, giddy up. But here, <laughs> I, we can do better. But let's see. It mm-hmm. has five grams of sugar, which is your carbs. Exactly. Okay. So we know that's a secret hint. This is going to be sweeter. Okay. I've like actually it. had this brand, um, their lemon flavor. Oh, you have? I have. And I think... Um, what was this the Trader Joe's one? This is the Trader Joe's one. Okay. It's not a Trader Joe's brand, but I, I you found, it, found there. it there. Okay. Well, Trader Joe's sources out fun stuff. They so do. this is really And good I've too. even seen White Claw at Trader Joe's. Have you? I yes. have not. Okay. This is the pomegranate flavor. Okay. It's got a really strong aroma. I mean, I can smell it even before my nose gets close to the glass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Mary Marley just spilled. Oh, wait. I don't think this, it's... No, all the it bubbles didn't. and booze, it's hidden. It's hidden. It didn't make it out of the glass. That's I just, <laughs> just kidding. You know, I mean, go, go. it shows you what a lightweight I am. <laughs> how seriously we take our jobs. So um, I'm giving this uh, a B. It's, a, it's sweet. It's so sweet. It is. kind of sweet. It has that taste. sweet, that sweet chemical... Artificial sweetener yeah. aftertaste. Yeah. I would go for the Rosalina before this, really? for sure. The Rosalie. Um, Wait, we have another. Don't don't make up your mind yet. Don't we have oh, okay. anything else? No, maybe we do. Yeah, we do. We have one more. Oh, yeah. 
Oh, this is another the Bon and Viv or. Oh, this was an, this was actually my favorite of oh, the Spike Seltzer okay. deals. Okay, it, the brand is Bon and Viv, B O N and V I V, Viv. This one, and you know why I like it? Because they have fun flavors, a little bit more okay. sophisticated, mm. a little more exotic. This one is Clementine Hibiscus. Nice. They tried a little harder than black cherry, lime, <laughs> raspberry. Okay, zero sugars per can, ninety calories. They're speaking my language. And one carb. Oh, yes, you can. Here we go. It's in a can. Yes, you can. Oh, yes, you can. All right. So, Bon and Viv. This one is Clementine Hibiscus. They make other flavors, but this and, is the one um, I found. There's um, two mermaids on the label. Yeah. Cute. Spike Seltzer is cute. They're holding Poseidon's fork. So, for spiked. Oh, yeah. Cute play on <coughs> excuse me I have a bit of a cold if you couldn't tell but I like this one I've got questions th- comment call 186 mermaids let's call <laughs> <laughs> okay gluten free sugar free no added sugar no it's and it's good taste it botanical flavors that's very sophisticated mm-hmm. I like it Oh, yeah. I could drink that. Right? Isn't yeah. that kind of nice? So I can't, I'm, uh, apologies, I can't remember their other flavors, but mm-hmm. and I got this at one of my supermarkets mm-hmm. in town, but um, they're not as widely available as mm-hmm. White Claw. Right. But um, I think it's worth searching for. I think the first time I ever had a spiked seltzer was a Bon and Viv flavor. I just can't remember. But a friend of mine had a bunch of them, and he said, hey, have you tried this? And I said, yeah. I've heard about it, but certainly worth searching out Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. i think for the calories for the carbs for the flavor it's your best bet but um there is no denying that white claw fans are numerous and and so are truly i mean Mm -hmm. the people like what they're making sure so um giddy up and cheers to them Well, that's going to wrap up our Party in a Can show. We have so many opened cans of hard seltzer, kombucha, (laughs) high noon, cocktails, whatever. So um, we better quit, Mary. We're just going to get ourselves in trouble here. It's a party in the sound booth. (laughs) (laughs) But if y'all enjoyed our podcast and you really want to share some boozy knowledge with your friends, please tell them about our podcast. Please share it with your friends and family. And also, please subscribe to our podcast so you don't miss a new episode when it drops. Simply go to our website, sipsipparaypodcast.com, sign up there. And if you have any questions for us, um, there's instructions on how you can record um, one of your burning wine or boozy seltzer questions. Yeah. We also want you to follow us on social media. We are Sip Sip Parade Podcast on Instagram and Facebook. We want you to interact with us there. So be in touch with us and we would love to share your wine or booze or bucha stories on our podcast. So with that, it wraps up another episode. Um, go out and eat, drink and be merry and Sip Sip Parade. Sip Sip Parade.